0: Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you gotten money it's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving start all your shopping at Rakuten.com that's r-a-k-u-t-e-n.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today your cashback really adds up hey does anyone want to learn French with me because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French and thankfully I have Rosetta Stone so you better hop on and so we can learn French together Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Are we recording or something? Yes. What are we recording? I don't remember, but I feel like it might be important. Ah. Uh, or okay. maybe not. I don't know. Hi.
1: Hey, hey. I would ask how you are, but we've been talking for like three hours. Man. I already know how you are.
0: I know how you are. I know all so about you. So I guess that's you. it.
1: That's the whole podcast.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants <laughs> to know end. anything except about us and our lives. Okay, well, here's the thing. We just realized in one of our conversations mm. tonight that we... Don't
1: actually know each other very well no. at all,
0: no, it's crazy. like
1: any time I've ever hung out with Christine, we just talk about weird things, but when it comes to basic friendship knowledge, we have no idea what we're
0: like. It's like we skipped three levels yeah. and went straight to the weird shit like without like the ha like yeah the basic like we
1: realized in day one that we both like ghosts so we just skipped over the sh- <laughs> like the shallow conversation yeah,
0: the like the charade of like like the surface
1: info and we were me like tell about yourself oh, let's just dive deep in yep so tonight i asked christine what her favorite color is and i was surprised and i was surprised at yours and we were like what a moment we just had i know <laughs> who would have thought my favorite color is yellow i said mine's green but the truth is if glow in the dark were a color oh yeah what about tie-dye Okay, it's funny you said that because I didn't want to be, like, a douche, but I actually wanted... I knew. I today. could tell. I was like, <sighs> okay. I know
0: you don't mean okay, that. Okay,
1: but my, like, out of Roy G. Biv, I like, like, Crayola Original Green. Or, like, That's a good or one. Or Green Screen Green is, like, my favorite.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, like the t-shirt. hmm I do like mac and cheese color from Crayola, the, that yellow-orange. That's a
1: great color. Also, Purple Ma- Mountain's Majesty yeah. was a good purple a good one. I like. um I like cerulean blue. Cerulean, that, yeah. That was. Cer- how do you say it? Cerulean. That's probably how it's pronounced. I'm still thinking of it the way that five-year-olds say it. I
0: went. What's that? C1. And I said it the way I think it is, but who knows? I what?
1: also enjoyed Razzmatazz. Do these colors exist
0: anymore in crayola or I have like they people, totally redone them? People that? are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do they do? For is it just an mushrooms? American
1: thing? Like, are all of our international listeners like, what the fuck is I Razzmatazz? I don't think Creola
0: is an international national well maybe it is well because in germany they have all these fancy ass pens how do know? you say crayon in german they usually just say "Stift," which means like anything you write with basically what do you say Stift. it's Schrift? just like a okay yeah it's just like a r- writing thing it's like a very Sch- generic like oh well that's, a, that's not fun at all i know there is a word okay, okay but how do you it say it butterfly way. schmetterling yep that's a fun oh one. thanks you're like yep you got it <laughs> schmetterling i know it's a weird word Mm. but also butterfly is a weird word too how
1: are you even though we already tried answering that we realize we're not friends that's how we are (laughs) and that's why we drink we're in a weird place in our
0: our (laughs) quote unquote friendship
1: okay well let's start let's start slow what are you drinking
0: okay i don't know it's called wish flower Ugh, how stupid it's called (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i picked it well they won't
1: be sponsoring us yeah
0: oops it has a really pretty label that's why i picked it it's okay. called wish flower. Oh. Oh, my God. What? In the 1800s, young girls commonly used dandelions for romantic wishes. It was believed that if you blew on a dandelion and all the seeds flew away, your loved one shared your feelings. Or you have a good lung
1: capacity. <laughs> That's probably an <laughs> Asshole.
0: Eventually, this tradition spread to encompass all wishing, romantic or otherwise. We embrace the optimism of making wishes and hope and the fact that they might never come true (laughs) whatever and hope that our wines in some small way can help your dreams come true okay okay that's the first part where you're right
1: (laughs) it's like you can keep reading that or you can just drink away the whatever yeah like why didn't you say that right off the top
0: Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking?
1: I already drank it because we've been talking for four hours. Too many hours. Uh, But I wanted my hand at the s'mores frappuccino again because last week was (gasps) coffee
0: flavored. And I drank half of it. Yeah, with a knife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But so at um, Starbucks, I'm apparently a celebrity there because without fail, I can go in there at any time now and the employee will go, hey, Em, no matter who it is like it's not one person i've now befriended it's the whole crew oh man and so there's one girl there who gives me the hookup and i said oh i really want the s'mores cream frappuccino and the milk chocolate sauce that they put in there is so good (laughs) like so like oh my god i want to take fucking shots of it it's so good and i told her i was like can i have extra of that milk chocolate stuff that you put in the fraps and she said, well, we usually do two pumps. Do you want, like, three or four? And I was like, fucking four! Yeah, what do you think? But I guess, no, I really said, fucking four! Like, like <laughs> I really reacted that way. It was just, like, such a natural instinct <laughs> to, like, look at her like she was an idiot. And she gave me this face, like, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I overreacted. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. But so she ended up giving me five pumps, and I was like, "We Gucci. Aww. I know.
0: Anywhere. I like how you think you're famous because you're recognized in Starbucks when, like, half of America's elementary school moms are also recognized in their local Starbucks. You're really just, like, I'm shitting sorry. all
1: over my ego, huh? I
0: just remember I would take my sister there after school because her friends would buy, like, from her preppy school. Because right. her friends would buy cake pops and their moms would get, like, skim, soy lat, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And they would always be like, hey, um hi Janine like what do you want today okay like, well they say it with a smile they're like
1: hey Em okay at least they're excited they're to like see you. yeah I don't make they're them like, feel oh bad my God, oh my God. why um, do you drink we should make like a song like why do you drink oh like, yeah.
0: like a fun little jingle mm-hmm we'll, we'll work on it what what why
1: no no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no wrong false rewind okay uh I drink because uh okay not going to talk about it very long. I just want to say it because... It's, it's
1: all we've been talking about for three hours. Yes, I it, already know what you're going to say. It is say. the
0: elephant in the room, <laughs> uh, to use the most hackneyed phrase of all time. Um, what are you doing? I'm, I don't actually really know. <laughs> I thought you were saying... Okay. I was stretching in an odd way, and it looked like I was presenting. I thought when it's I the, said, it's the elephant in the room, and you put your arms up, I'm like, no, not you.
1: Oh. I, th- I really don't know what I was... I was just stretching in a weird way, and now I'm insecure. Okay, just tell me <laughs> why you're drinking. Let's just... Tell everyone the elephant in the room.
0: So the elephant in the room is that I have started studying this thing. And I feel like a lot of you are going to be like, "I roll, I roll, I roll. This is a
1: test of your loyalty.
0: Yes, which is what everyone in my immediate vicinity also has done. (laughs) And they've stuck with me for 48 hours. So I'm hoping you guys can stick with me too. I've studied this thing. I started studying this thing called the Akashic Records. Where you go, it's sort of like the book of life or like a kind of like an imprint an energy field an imprint of everything related to one soul and you can go in and kind of ask for guidance and i have started studying it and um i went to a workshop this weekend it's a lot of synchronicities that led me there ended up at this workshop anyway long story short you're not allowed to drink 24 hours before you do any sort of reading Mm -hmm. so for three days including over the weekend i have not had any alcohol and i will say it's been an immense struggle which makes me sound like i mean an issue a real issue but it's been three days i hadn't had anything to drink and um yesterday blaze was like are you mad at me like are you okay are you mad at me like he was so worried i'm like why what i don't understand what i'm doing and he goes you're just so like down. sober yeah <laughs> and then he goes is this what you're like when you don't drink and it hit me and i was like oh shit <laughs> i'm a garbage person so he goes, it's 9.30, and he goes, let's get ice cream. And I'm like... Desperate to fix it. Yes, let's get ice cream. So we'll reason a million why he's amazing. He's, <laughs> it's 9.30, <laughs> let's get ice cream. He got me a churro ice cream sandwich. I was like, thank you. Very LA of you, by the
1: way. I know. Nowhere else in the world do you just get churro ice cream sandwiches. At, like, 10
0: o'clock at night, yeah. But anyway, it's great. I'm drinking now. I feel like it might hit me harder because it's been 72 hours, but... Which
1: means the story will get even more interesting.
0: The That's story. the fun of it. The story. But anyway, sorry, so I'm doing this crazy... Uh, LA has made me, like, the most woo-woo granola person in the world. Trying to fight it. It's real hard. Geo <laughs> ate my crystal the other day, and I was pissed. But I got it back. <laughs> a- after? Did you have to wait? I... Let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> so,
1: why do you drink this week? I drink because... Uh, two. Th- well, two things about the same topic. So, we have... When, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when we moved out here... Separately, The reason we moved out here is because we went to grad school together and there was a program that brought us out here. So we did a semester in LA and then if we wanted to stay out in LA, we moved out here on our own after graduation. They were like, see ya. Yeah. And so one of our friends from the program just moved out here yesterday, Matt, and he's a very nice man and he's got a wife and they're very big fans of us. They just got married. They just got married like a minute ago. Matt and and Chanel. Hi. Hi. And... When they drove cross country here <laughs> from Boston, they'd listen to every single one of our episodes.
0: They snapped at us listening to our, ep- I'm like, you guys must have wanted to, m- a road trip <laughs> is hard enough being trapped in a car. They're listening to like 20
1: episodes of us talking about murder and ghosts. And- they,
0: they probably never want to see us again. They're like, we've, we've had enough.
1: So the reason I drink is because when I saw them yesterday, uh, they told me two things. One really fucked me up. Uh-oh and the other will probably fuck you up. What? What? Um I was trying to like blow their mind with a fun fact and then they ended up countering it with a better fact. Oh. So I told them uh if you have if you're 24 or older, then you have lived 10% of America's life. <gasps> Cuz America's right now until July it's 240 years old. Oh. So if you man, you're, if you're 24, You've lived 10% of America's lifetime. That's fucked up. So we've lived 10% of America's history. That's, oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, I was trying to tell them that. And then he just looked at me and he was like, when did you graduate high school? And Uh, I graduated uh, seven years ago. and, And he said, well, I graduate, I guess, basically he looked at me and said, as of next year, I'll have been out of high school longer than I was in it. And that made me really feel old.
0: Wait, we've all been out of high school way longer than we've been in it.
1: No, like, we were in high school for four years. Yeah. And he's... uh, I don't know. How am I (laughs) fucking this up? I know there's some weird fact that I read on the internet. I'm going to text him and, like, ask him about this. So this
0: is why I drink, because I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, This is why Matt drinks, because he's sitting there ripping his hair out going, that's not my fact! Well, the other thing that fucked me up that they told me, like, the other reason I drink
1: is because apparently... In one of our stories, in one of our listener stories episodes, we talked about um, Jonathan Nunez, oh, who killed oh. his girlfriend, and Matt was like, yeah, I used to play football with him <gasps> in high school. Oh, my God. Like, I, I don't know the positions of football, but when they, like, were in a line, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like don't get sports. You know better
0: than I do. <laughs> when they were in a line. <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh about. God. What do you call I'm that? Uh um, like a hut, hut, hut. A linebacker? I don't know. You watch football. Yeah, but I don't know what line you I mean, there's a lot of lines. I don't know which one. Uh, well, a linebacker?
1: When, sure. The
0: big they're, guys? They're all
1: ne- like, okay, all I know is that Matt and him used to stand next to each other. I like
0: your, how you're like, what was Matt? You watch football? I'm like, oh Well,
1: whenever okay, let's say they
0: like When they're all i don't know just ignore okay, this whatever Yeah. they played football together i probably sound like a fucking moron <laughs> they played football together wait so wait the guy who killed his girlfriend right yeah and left her like, in the woods. matt and
1: him used to like not oh, yes the one that left her in the woods and drown her in bleach yes, yes. just to clarify yeah <gasps> so they used to like not only go to high school together but played right next to each <gasps> other like in football oh my god and i think matt was like he was a big guy in football back then so like he was like during during all of high school, I think he played football with this guy. He was like, uh, and they hung out like oh by my themselves. God. Um, before he married his wife, Matt one time went to Chanel's house, and I guess Chanel's mom wouldn't like let her out of the house that night, and so um, Matt decided to be like goofy to like turn the radio on in his car and like start singing to her up to the window. And he was, and Jonathan Nunez drove with like they both sang <gasps> to her in the window. Like he like they hung out. Oh, I just got chills. And so Matt was like, it's hard to believe that he did that because, according to Matt, he was like, I had no idea that guy had it in him to do something like that.
0: Does he know the girl who sent in the story? She
1: went to their rival school or something like Uh, that. So she didn't know... They didn't know the girlfriend, but they knew the girl that Jonathan Nunez broke up with to be with that girl.
0: Oh, I guess what we're doing. We're bringing the world together.
1: Aw. But uh, anyway, so those two things are the reason I drank. Dude,
0: that's fucked. It, It, like, brings it
1: home of, like... Oh, like it's it's very six degrees of separation. Yep. If we know a lot of serial
0: killers. Oh, wow. That's dark. I was thinking more okay. like this is real for people. But like, yeah. We, oh, yeah. It is also real. We also yeah. know serial killers, I guess. OK.
1: Anyway, that's why I drink.
0: Are we are we buckled in? Because I'm harnessed in for a bumpy ride. OK. We, a bumpy indeed. Listen, I'm this is I'm OK. I ahead. tried on these notes
1: to make it a so at least clean it up a little bit. And I definitely, definitely picked something that was ghost heavy because the last one I really, wow, just gave everyone a tour of beer. <laughs> I was into that though. I know. But a lot of other people were probably like, what the fuck? I'm not here for this. So <laughs> I They're apologize. Like, I'm Team Milkshake, Em. What the fuck? I'm so sorry for what everyone had to go through. So I made sure to pick not only something that's like super paranormally active, but something that everyone knows <gasps> and something that someone requested. Ah. So this was a request. This was actually, I want to give myself a little credit because I did plan on doing this, but I was going to hold off on it. And then I got a request and I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it sooner than I expected. So this was a request from Emma McLellan on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, she requested that I do the Stanley Hotel. (gasps) Yay! So for everyone who doesn't know, the Stanley Hotel is the hotel um, that inspired the Overlook Hotel and The Shining.
0: The, i've been waiting for this one have you yeah i love the shiny interesting
1: you never told me about it or wrote it on a board
0: do we even use the board anymore look what's on the board Where's
1: it's it? our poster it says alexis and geo forever that was not me that's it also says sleepy pony that's my improv team's name god damn it christine okay <laughs> so the stanley hotel which is in colorado I should that did not sound confident at all, but it is in Colorado. So you're gonna say the shining. I was like, oh no, so it is in Colorado. It started in the 1800s when it was on a land, it was the land was called Estes Valley. Fun fact since we're getting to know each other on a personal <laughs> level, my first grade teacher's name was
0: Mrs. Estes. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. So there's that mentally noted. Okay, she's all right. Okay, so Estes Valley was
1: once native land to several tribes in the area and it had like streams and meadows and beautiful animals. Like it was just like kind of what you imagine heaven looking like, you know? <laughs> They're just perfect natures. <laughs> okay, so Okay, got it. Okay. Uh in eighteen seventy two, the fourth Earl of Dunraven Oh yeah him.
0: Yeah. My <laughs> guy,
1: he uh moved to America from Ireland and began running a very successful brothel in the area.
0: Oh, what an Because
1: earl. when you're an earl in Ireland, you might as well move to Colorado. And start a brothel. And start a brothel. So he was always on the lookout for young women to come work for him, so <laughs> he's already kind of known in the 1870s as a slimy dude who's... He was always pestering the ladies in the town, even if they're married. He's like, come work for me. Ew. He's, like, very dedicated to his craft, Oh, I guess. wow. Good for him. Uh, after seeing how, like, pretty and... Um, all the views that the valley had to offer, he decided that he was going to keep it for himself because <laughs> he's the Earl of Ireland, so I guess he can just do that. Cool. And he was going to make it a private hunting preserve. And oh. so he may have been Irish, but, like, a true American. He took the land from the natives, so... And wanted to hunt on it. And wanted to hunt <laughs> on it and kill all of their animals. Great. In 1903, though, so I guess he owned it for 30 years-ish. Mm-hmm. And in 1903 an inventor from Massachusetts his name was Freeland Oscar Stanley aha and he arrived to the valley so he had uh, tuberculosis which back then was called consumption and so when I read this I was like He's sick from eating too much? I have fucking consumption all the time. Get over yourself. I should
0: move to Colorado. <laughs> so
1: he... I Googled it, and I was like, what the Stop. hell are the symptoms of consumption? They're like It's such a big problem. And it said, tuberculosis. And I was like, oh, that's oh, a oh, that's, that's, that's a big
0: one. It's not too much cake. Okay. <laughs> so,
1: uh, so he was sick with tuberculosis, and I guess at the time, the only, quote, cure for tuberculosis was a lot of fresh air. Like oh, yeah. Your, they would move you to, like... So the doctor said you have to move from massachusetts to denver colorado and so they did that and i guess he wasn't getting better so the doctors were like listen just move to the mountains to die like you have <laughs> i'm not kidding they're Wait, like what? they're like you have a couple months left like just move to like the freshest air you can if you want a chance at living uh, uh, so okay. I, that's the truth sure so he and his wife moved to the valley um and after spending the summer there, he was cured. Like, he just, like, had no more tuberculosis. Damn. Um, okay. After spending the summer um, in the valley, he was cured and believed that it was a sign that him and his wife should move there permanently. Sure. Uh, so he en- they ended up buying the land from the Earl of Ireland. And <laughs> they now owned this land. It was, like, 35 acres. And the only thing that they didn't like about the land was that it... They were used to like the East Coast mm. posh environment sure. of like having all the sophisticated like stores society. And, yeah. yeah. And instead, they're like on the west in this tiny little valley. Like there's very a very small community. Yeah. And so they wanted to build a community together that made them feel like they were back east. And they built the Stanley Hotel, and they equipped it with electric lights, telephones, ensuite bathrooms, a staff of. Uniformed servants in a fleet of automobiles at the guest's disposal. Holy crap. So one of the things I said at the beginning about uh, Freeland Stanley is that he, I said he was an inventor. So he invented the Stanley steam car.
0: Okay. I was about to say, where the fuck is he getting this money? Yeah. Okay.
1: So uh, he built the Stanley steam car. And then for like the, until like 1920, it was the most popular car in America. Wow. So he was like making big bucks. He was like fine. And... So one of the benefits of this place, one of the perks, was that they had a staff of servants and a fleet of automobiles at the guest disposal, but all of the cars were Stanley Steam cars. So if you were ah. not only at this lavish hotel with electricity and mm. running water, you also had, like, top-of-the-line, most popular car driving you wherever you wanted in the town.
0: I'm just picturing, like, a Tesla hotel where Yeah,
1: these days it would be the Tesla yeah, hotel. Yeah, like,
0: running off of... Like, this is also
1: one of the first hotels west of the Mississippi to have electricity. So really, in that whole area, it holy was holy crap! Like a castle for them. By the 1970s, the hotel started fading, um, and mainly because 30 years before, in 1940, um, Freeland Stanley died, and mm-hmm. since he was always flipping the bill back up until 1940, the hotel was running swimmingly. But then when he died, no one else could, could afford to pay that, yeah. so it was slowly dying out. So. 30 years later, by 1970s, it was pretty much, like, about to go out of business. Oh. But then in 1973, Stephen King visited the hotel and stayed a night with his wife. So he and his wife were the only guests at the hotel that night because, just like in the movie, they was about to close for the winter because they didn't have heat. Mm -hmm. So they were going to close down, but in an emergency, they were there. They showed up at the hotel, like, a week before they were going to close. So they were the last people there. And The Shining was inspired by the events that took place while he was there um, and the overall experience of being secluded in a grand resort hotel all by yourself. Mm. Um, It wasn't as crazy as the movie. It was definitely, like, inspired, not based on true events. (laughs) I sure hope so. So, uh, yeah, just, like, floods of blood. That was my first thought. I was like, yeah, that shouldn't be anyone's experience. So he had a nightmare of his son running down the hall screaming and being chased by a wild fire hose. And he also said that he encountered a bunch of children wandering around the halls, even though they were the only guests there. he also said he witnessed a party in the ballroom, but no one else was (gasps) checked in. Uh, He also said that he witnessed a young child, uh, like, walking around in his room, as well as a chambermaid. Like, he saw a maid that looked like she was in older clothes Uh. in his room when there shouldn't have been anyone in there. Um. So that was all in room two seventeen, which this day is the hotel's most requested room, and it books up, like literally years in advance. Oh my god! Especially for Halloween weekend, like for the next ten years, it's it's booked, and so for Halloween weekend. And during Halloween, they also host a costumed Shining ball. Oh my god! Um. So early, early in the novel, the son Danny is told to a room is told to avoid room 217 just like the one that he stayed in in real life yeah but if you watch the movie um the stanley kubrick Mm -hmm. version they tell you to they tell danny to avoid room 237 because the the hotel that they filmed in was afraid of losing guests and so they (laughs) they made the people uh the writers for the movie pick a number that didn't actually exist in their hotel Oh so they said Room 237 because they didn't actually have a Room 237. so they Really? Went, so they wouldn't lose customers. Um, fun fact, the exterior shots of the movie were filmed in Oregon at the Timberland Lodge.
0: Oh. Or
1: Timberline. And the interior shots were filmed on a studio lot in England. Really? And the Stanley Hotel didn't have a hedge maze that um, Stephen King wrote about, but now in honor of the novel, they built a, a hedge maze. Oh,
0: my maze.
1: God. So Stephen King actually i'm just throwing in the fun movie facts while we're here so stephen king didn't like the stanley kubrick version of his of of the movie and so he stephen king ended up going back to the stanley hotel and filming his own mini series there like to get the truest Mm. adaptation Mm -hmm. of it that he could so there's a mini series based on the novel and it's supposed to be truer to his actual encounter there Uh and so depending on whether or not you like the Stanley Kubrick version or the Stephen King mini series, there's a channel I think it's channel forty two at the hotel that plays a nonstop loop no of both way. of them. Are so, you serious? Yeah. <gasps> so if you're at the hotel you can always watch the movie. That
0: is hilarious. Can you imagine being into seventeen and watching I would I would I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Let's book it right and now. And that's why we drink. Yeah, for ten years from now.
1: So um the hotel has hundred and thirty eight rooms and it's on 35 acres and there are th- there are two different types of tours one's a 90 minute tour and the other's a five hour tour but that one comes with like your own paranormal equipment oh. and you get to like go into all these like secret rooms and you get to hear a lot more information holy crap the stanley also has a resident psychic and professional paranormal investigator on staff at all times are you
0: serious mm-hmm. a resident psychic yeah. how do you get that job
1: what a cool job though what a cool fucking job so staff at the Stanley are quick to point out that there are never any reports of sinister or evil events that happen there, because all of the hap- there are only happy ghosts. There are only happy ghosts, oh, apparently. Oh, that's good. That's... I mean, I call bullshit, though.
0: I was about to say, I don't know... <laughs> I mean, like, how can you really... Quantify, like... Right. Or qualify how happy all your ghosts are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the main ghost is the one in room 217, where... Stephen King stayed, and mm-hmm. that's the most famous one. Uh, so, what happened in that room back in 1911? There's a girl who was a chambermaid named Elizabeth Wilson. Although some stories also call her Mrs. Smith, but she was one of the chambermaids of the Stanley, and she was actually one of the oldest chambermaids there. She started back when like um, the the Stanleys bought the the place. Yeah. So there was a really bad storm outside one night in 1911 and the lightning killed the power and so her job was to go to each room and turn the gas lamp on so that the the people staying there could see right and i guess one guest tried to turn off the light but the gas was still on at one point so the gas was still on and didn't realize it and in 1911 you they didn't put the smell in the gas (gasps) so she didn't detect that there was a gas leak so all she had to do was open the door to the room with her candle that she had in her hand, and the whole place exploded.
0: Oh, Christ.
1: So um, it, all of room 217 got taken out, and all of the rooms up until, like, three floors up, all of those rooms got blown out. And Holy crap. She was thrown by the the force of it. She was thrown into the, like, through the floor, into the main floor Dining room. <laughs> oh my god! So she like literally went, thunk, like threw the floor into like the dining room downstairs, uh, and the blast destroyed the entire west wing of the hotel, which was ten percent of the hotel, and the hotel was seventy thousand square feet. So seven thousand square feet of a hotel. Holy it shit! Destroyed. Somehow she survived only breaking both of her ankles. <gasps> so she was in the hospital and they like paid for all of her medical bills and stuff like that they actually i saw an article that said that mr stanley paid for all of the hospital bills um promoted her to like head chambermaid paid for all of her kids oh. to go to college and his he was also like you can do it every want at our hotel but you'll never be required to light a gas lamp again
0: <laughs> good for <laughs> He's you it's like well you're damn right yeah so after can you imagine today you'd be a millionaire if that happened
1: I, oh my god like, like I'm kind of at a stage right now where I'm like, please let me go into I, a fiery room. I'm not joking. <laughs> please
0: shoot me through a floor. I think the reason I just saw that <laughs> casual comment, I saw a woman get hit by a car. We'll talk about it another day. Oh, but that's certainly why you drink. I th- yes, it is. But I think the reason I saw that is because I keep joking. Oh, I wish a car would hit me so that I can like gain the insurance money and then and then you saw it happen to someone. I watched two like incredibly horrible car accidents in a week in front of my apartment. and I was like get it got it good <laughs> moving on anyway go on so after she did
1: eventually pass away um people still regularly see her in room 217 and they see her walking through the room uh and into a wall cuz now room 217 has been turned into room 217 and room 215 oh. but it used to be a One. bigger room so where she's walking through the wall she actually is like walking into another part of the room wow Uh, She's been known to hang up people's clothes, put their suitcases away, straighten up their room. Um, (laughs) People will come back from the lobby and they'll see that their shoes are all lined up on the foot of the bed. And she also has, like, a a real, like, strict, like, opinion about unmarried couples. Oh, no. Because if anyone who... First of all, how do you know that they're not married? Like, that shows some divine intelligence. But if (laughs) anyone who's not married is about to, like, do the bump and grind do the deed uh they'll feel like a cold angry presence between them in bed to keep them from doing anything
0: so don't schedule your honeymoon for that
1: no schedule your honeymoon because you're married oh oh, oh, oh just don't schedule like tuesday
0: you know <laughs> like if you're oh, yeah. unmarried sorry avoid tuesday
1: <laughs> okay so uh <laughs> one cool thing that came out of that out of that room recently i think like only a year or two ago they found, I guess an engineer was trying to clean up the air ducts in there or something like that, and they ended up finding remains of the original wallpaper and carpet. Oh, wow. So they, I guess the wallpaper had brightly colored floral patterns in red, pinks, and greens. Gross. And the Yuck. carpet fragments had, uh, it looked like it was like grass-colored green oh, with, nice. <laughs> yeah, with red and blue details. And... They matched the original photos of Room 217 when the Stanley first opened, but they were always black and white, so they didn't know the colors. (gasps) And so they, like, saw and, like, matched it up and found out, like, exactly where... That is so cool. ...the remnants were. And the people who found it were freaking out because they were, like... I mean, it wasn't their job, but they were really interested in history, which is why they were working there. And they were quoted in an article being like it's so cool that a hundred like over 100 years ago someone picked these patterns and like now we can confirm that like they're still here like that is so cool so that's I, a fun fact for you I actually really love that so like cuz i guess the wife of Freeland Stanley picked them out herself. Wow! Okay. So they're like, it's so cool that we can see what her taste like was. the exact
0: colors. Her taste wasn't great. No, it seems a little tacky, but <laughs> she did her best. It's fine.
1: So, okay. So Freeland Stanley's wife was named Flo Stanley. <laughs> oh, Freeland and Flo. Freeland and Flo. So I'm now. This I'm done with the history. Now we're just talking about the ghosts. Now. Whoop whoop. Okay. So now we, And also, before I get questions from people, I looked everywhere to figure out where all of these deaths happened on the property, and I, I couldn't find anything. It's like, there's just a bunch of ghosts with no background. Except oh, they're just there. The only one is um, the, the chambermaid. That's the only one I know who actually died on the property. I don't know where the rest of these fucking ghosts came from. So, Flo Stanley, his wife. Yeah. Uh, Flo and F- Freeland.
0: Flo and frankenstein
1: <laughs> so flo stanley who was his wife um she was often seen her main thing i guess was she liked entertaining guests um and so a lot of times you can hear her play the piano oh at pretty much any time of the hour like oh god any time of the day um and she also would play music next to the music room where people are actually trying to practice real music. <laughs> what a bitch. She just, like, I don't know what's like, that's just the pettiest thing I've ever heard of. of like, oh, well, maybe I'm a little better.
0: You just play louder. Yes.
1: <laughs> so uh, she's known to do that. And then uh, pictures are often taken of her on the main staircase. Oh, like you can just like find her there, I guess. That's cool. Her apparition has also been seen gazing out the window of the music room. so basically music oriented is what she's up against so her husband mr stanley his apparition has been seen walking through the main lobby uh has been seen walking in the bar has been seen like overseeing people do their duties like making sure people are still you know keeping up with what Mm -hmm. they're supposed to um he's pretty much often just seen everywhere still overseeing the hotel as is um but Lord Dunraven from Ireland <laughs> still floats around too. Shut up. On the fourth floor near where the nannies used to go. So, like, the fuck off. Guy. So, like, try and, like, steal them away from the hotel and, like, give them a job at the brothel. What a creeper. So, he also steals people's jewelry and then pe- they find it in random places later. Um, you can smell tobacco in the air. And the flashlight, um, the flashlight game that mm-hmm. I used mm-hmm. to like playing. During investigations, that's the best way people have gotten him to talk. So that's how they found out that it was him. Because he would give yes or no answers to the flashlight game. There's also, for some reason, a bunch of children that are just ghosts on the property. And I can't figure out where they died, how they died, why they're there. Oh, no. But we're just going to accept it as fact that there's a lot of little ghost children. Yikes. So the sound of them running and playing in the hallways pretty much everywhere is common. But mainly the fourth floor because that's where the nannies and kids stayed Mm. in the beginning um you can also hear them whispering in closets yeah no i don't like that like you know do you you ever see that scary movie where the girl would clap like
0: do you think i saw that and
1: seek that's what it was called and if in the way you found you found them was you would find them clapping you know i didn't see that okay anyway that's you could hear kids whispering i'm already upset about it one uh entity of a little boy Will try to wake up sleeping children on the fourth floor because oh. he wants to play. So a lot of kids have like
0: PTSD. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was gonna say they like their parents find them awake in the middle of the night and then they'll say like, "Oh, he's trying to. He keeps trying to wake me up." Or, uh! And uh, another little boy will turn on the TV really loud. He'll turn an, he'll turn the lights on and off. Um, there's another little girl who likes to play peekaboo with people Ooh. by the staircase, which means like. She just like shows up and then leaves and then shows up and leaves.
0: That is creepy. Uh
1: last year there were actually two pictures that started kind of hitting the news. Like CNN posted both of them. Really? Because different tourists. There was one guy named Henry Yao, and he took a photo on the staircase when he was totally by himself, and there's like very clearly a person there. (gasps) And uh I guess the the it was like two people in the picture, and there shouldn't have been anyone, and the figures were described as Woman,
0: uh, a woman in
1: old-fashioned clothing with a child standing next to her.
0: Oh my God! And
1: uh, the other picture was a woman took a picture of her fiance in front of the house, and when she saw, when she zoomed in behind his shoulder, there's someone definitely looking out the window in a room that's been closed off for years. Oh, oh, that's even creepier. So now, pretty much everything I have to say is about individual rooms. So if you wanted to stay in a room and have an experience, these are your options. (laughs) Great. Uh, So in room 302, a male ghost has been seen as a shadow in the room walking near the walls. Hmm. Um, Photos of him have, not photos of him, sorry. Photos on the wall have been known to fly off of the walls on their own. And in the show Ghost Hunters, uh, the investigator named Grant stayed here. And while changing film, he watched the table levitate.
0: Oh, (laughs) while
1: changing film. Yeah, of course. Of course, while changing film. (laughs) So we're just taking his word. I believe you, Grant. So that was room 302, if you want your own table levitating experience. I I don't want that. In room 413, several guests have reported seeing a man in old-fashioned clothes standing in the corner. And you also see his face in a blue ball that has been seen on the outside door of the room. I I don't know what that means. The face of a man in a blue ball.
0: Like a... Like an an acid trip. Like an acid trip. (laughs) Uh,
1: There's also a spear named Eddie who shows up. He used to show up with a gross smell and then he got the nickname Stinky Man. Oh,
0: poor guy.
1: So he started feeling bad and uh, started showing up with a pleasant smell. (laughs) So, like, I guess you can just change that at will. Oh, my God. But his presence is still super discomforting and people don't don't like when he's around like you can they don't like the feeling of him when he's nearby so even though it's a nice smell it still kind of triggers the employees to stay away oh my god and they've had a lot of mediums try to talk to him and i guess he had a really tough life and that's maybe where the feeling of discomfort shows up poor guy so they don't know if he's actually a bad guy and makes you feel bad and is trying to like mask being bad with a good smell or if he's actually a good guy that just everyone seems to hate and in his past life he had a rough life too oh. and that's where all the energy's coming from Uh, for ghost and also in ghost hunters, there was an investigator named Jason who had a glass on the nightstand while he was sleeping and it shattered on it by itself, Uh. like exploded while it was on the nightstand, Uh. uh, in the hallway. This is a story that I read about, uh, one of the people who stayed there. Uh, they said, my siblings and I were wandering around the hotel when we rounded the corner and we saw a small opening in the wall and when we looked through, there was actually a hidden passageway with a very narrow and steep circular staircase that descended into pitch blackness. And then they tried to look at each other to be like, what the fuck was that? And when they tried to look through the hole again later, the wall was completely closed. Shut up. Yep. Another story, uh, this time in the ballroom, uh, like in the basement ballroom, this girl said, my sister and I were visiting and ditched the official tour to take our own. We, be- we came across this big room with chairs covered in white cloth, and so we thought it'd be funny to play ghost and drape the cloth over ourselves. Oh, no. And then run around pretending we were ghosts. We took a bunch of pictures with our phone, and all the pictures from that room only were deleted on our phone, but everything before and after were still on the what phone. What the fuck? Uh, another person said, in a bathroom at the Stanley, the shampoo bottle was thrown at me from the tub. And once when I was in uh, 1302, I've had my voice recorder knocked over and uh, windows open and close by themselves. Mm-mm-mm. In room 401, someone said, men don't feel particularly welcome in here. And there's usually uh, a feeling of pressure on them to get out of the room. Uh, the op- The closet doors will open and close on their own. And another glass of water shattered in here by itself. Oh, great. In room 407. People have reported being tucked into bed by no one there, oh, God. and one guest said that he kept kicking his covers off, but they kept coming back on him throughout the night. Ew! At a- another time, another guest reported feeling something sit on the bed, and when she turned the light on, no one was there, but she could see the indentation of someone sitting. Yep, nope uh covers are sometimes removed during the night hangers are known to move around bathroom lights go on and off by themselves a guest one time woke up to being tickled by no one
0: Uh, uh, listen like tickling is already no not fun there's already something beyond creepy about tickling someone you don't know yeah (laughs) yeah uh especially when you wake up
1: and you have the feeling and no one's there that is probably the worst one you've said yet one person, uh actually, oh, well, many guests have fallen asleep in room 418 and woke up to feeling like their legs were being hugged. <laughs> Ew! In room 428, a ghost cowboy tends to frequent this room, pacing. <laughs> pa- wait, pacing the end of the bed while the guests sleep, and the female guests will wake up to him leaning over and kissing their forehead. <gasps> oh, oh no! Which in my mind, it's like I'm. I don't think it's a ghost when I see someone waking no like someone's someone's about to hurt me like someone's gonna like assault me if if they're leaning
0: over to kiss my forehead if you wake up to a man leaning over you in bed and you don't know who that guy is and you're in a hotel that's not a ghost that's that's a that's that's a that's that's i'm in danger mm
1: -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. one of the most reliable spirits is a former maintenance man named paul who used to work at the stanley (laughs) Hotel for 10 years a reliable paul reliable paul (laughs) and uh one of his responsibilities was to enforce the 11 p.m curfew So a lot of times in different areas of the hotel at 11 o'clock, you'll hear someone say get out. Oh. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. So reliable of Paul. damn it, Paul. Even in his after years. Hashtag classic Paul. Classic Paul. And uh, a construction worker also said that one time he was trying to fix something in one of the rooms and by 11, he had thought he had heard someone say get out and then kept working and he felt someone like physically nudge him towards the door <laughs> and he felt like his arm getting pulled on so paul's really like committed paul's good at his job he'll also flicker the lights on around 11 o'clock at night to like <laughs> be like, time a, like a bar closing <laughs> um shadows will come out of the corner of people's eyes towels will fall off the racks on their own The TV will shut off by itself or the TV will turn on by itself and the volume will go all the way up. And then when you try to approach the TV to turn it, to like turn it
0: off, it'll turn off by itself. That is terrifying. I've had that happen to me. Wait, seriously? Oh yeah. It's no joke. The volume turning all the way up is so creepy to me. Mm -hmm. The last ghost is there's
1: a little girl in a pink dress named Lucy and her connection to the Stanley is not known, but so many people have seen her that they've just given her the name Lucy. Um it's assumed that she was like a runaway or a homeless girl that just was living there but a lot of people will hear her humming and a lot of people have gotten pictures of her and a lot of people on tours will be like why is there a girl on this tour (gasps) and when they turn around again she's gone she'll also go through the music hall and play with the lights and she's known to be super active during investigations when people want to try and talk to someone wow so uh The last story I have is about the music hall, and someone didn't write this into me, but wrote it into a website, and I'm totally stealing it. So (laughs) this is that story. That's what we do. At the beginning of the tour, you go to the music hall, which would often be occupied by children playing during the daytime. You're seated in in an observation box and told that a lot of the activity was thought to be that of children, especially in the music hall one guide asked us which of us were good with kids and those who raised their hands she gave a lollipop for them to hold out in the palm of their hand as if giving it to a kid oh my god sometimes the spirits would take them from you if they felt comfortable enough and some people claim to feel movement some didn't feel a thing but i personally watched this fucking sucker drag from the middle of my hand all the way off of my hand to the ground and then she said I wasn't a believer before that day, but the experience has fucked me up permanently. <laughs> oh, that Oh my god. And then on one of the review sites for the Stanley Hotel, it's a quote that said, there's a quote that says, "We have more n- nights with activity than without. It's a Disneyland for spirits."
0: Wow, holy crap. Yeah. I didn't realize like how haunted. Like I knew it was the Shining Hotel, but I don't think I realized like how actually haunted it was.
1: I didn't neither. Also, uh, one of <clears throat> our
0: podcast friends, oh uh, has done the stanley hotel before. that's right uh hillbilly horror stories did an episode on um, on the stanley hotel several weeks ago and it was great yeah we just wanted to give that shout. yeah out. I, it was that really, was it was really good and i wanted to give them a shout out because it they worked. deserve it yeah they deserve it okay because they're great and you your story reminded me of their episode oh great and we love you guys we great lo- i mean we love y'all yeah there you go all right tell me a murder all right, so my story is about Catherine Mary Knight. Okay. Um, which, by the way, is the first... Um, I realize the first normal name that I've picked in a long time. Yeah,
1: I can pronounce it.
0: Because finally I'm not, like, having real anxiety when I introduce the story, so... Go ahead. I went ahead and looked up her um, her sign. She's a Scorpio. So uh. I thought maybe you... I don't know why. I was reading about her, and I'm like, I wonder what star sign she is, which is... Not Is she the killer or the victim? The killer. Okay, obviously. So, I thought you should mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. it... Best that you did. It came to me. Um, okay, so as per usual, she had a shitty childhood. Oh, who didn't? Yeah, what a surprise for these... Um, I can't wait for the serial killer where you're like, everything went great, actually. <laughs> she was so loved and supported. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this seems to be a running pattern. Her father, Ken, was a violent alcoholic... Mm. Uh, who raped her mother up to 10 times a day. Oh. Oh, my God. Already just... Okay. A garbage start. Okay. Uh, Her mother would tell her daughters intimate details of her sex life and how much she hated sex and men. Um, At one point, Catherine complained to her mother that her partner wanted her to do a sex act that she wasn't comfortable with, and her mother responded by saying, put up with it and stop complaining. Oh, my God. So that's how you know... Not that's a, how you know the beginning of the end is is happening. Is it's nigh, already here. Absolutely, it's not a healthy upbringing. Um, Catherine claims she was uh, sexually assaulted by several members of her family, but not her father. Although, oh, well, what a what a man he was. Just to clarify, but right. a lot of psychiatrists say that that's BS. So it's probably unclear whether that's true or false. But that's her alleged claim. I mean, at this point, it's not like highly unlikely, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only two people Catherine were close to were her twin sister and her uncle Oscar, uh, who committed suicide in 1969. Did Uncle Oscar do shit to her? Uh, not that I know, but... He... I mean,
1: I imagine if you're close to him, he's probably a good guy.
0: No, no, no. So she was really close to her uncle, and he committed suicide in 1969, which, like... That sucks. Destroyed her. Right. Um, and to this day, she says her uncle's ghost visits her. So that's fun. Hmm. So that year, uh, the year that her uncle Oscar committed suicide... Her family moved um, to Aberdeen. This is taking place in Australia, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was
1: like, I don't know of
0: Aberdeen. Just mild um, disclaimer. Okay. Hello, Australia. Hey, Aussies. Hey, Aussies. Um, I really like Outback Steakhouse, which
1: is not Australian at all. Oh. I'm just trying to, like... It sounds like a really... I'm trying to, like, fit in with them, but I don't know anything about Australia. I'm
0: sure they love blooming Onions. They actually probably don't no i'm sure they. that's are. like not an australian thing at all fucking hate that's it. that's just
1: americans being stupid again
0: oh it's a thousand percent mm. anyway sorry <laughs> sorry australia <laughs> for who we are
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we're really just horrible people oh
0: lord we like at least we know we suck don't like, l- let me in i didn't say anything about no, our um, americans oh yeah oh yeah like, we suck oh american in general yeah, yeah. oh yeah we suck oh we're terrible
1: yeah okay as long okay. as
0: like as long as sure we know. yeah glad we're on the same page sure um but i do love blooming bloom onions but okay that's the, side the point um, I, I like steak oh me too cool i'm sure australians like steak
1: oh they sure do they look like
0: a, a slab another, of kangaroo and koala on top another
1: no don't say another shrimp on the barbie they'll please. murder us <laughs> they'll <laughs> please, murder us please,
0: i pause to let you shrimp on the barbie I, I, hey you can't say it and not let me say it okay we'll say it at the same time go another Another shrimp shrimp
1: on the the bobby Bobby. (laughs) and we have lost all of our australian listeners
0: goodbye (laughs) so that year the family (laughs) (laughs) moved back to averaging um so Catherine started a new high school apparently she was a total loner um she bullied small children she assaulted a boy with a weapon one of her teachers injured her because she was acting in self-defense um but apparently when she wasn't having bouts of rage she was a great student oh good and she got awards for her good behavior mm-hmm. why Which, shouldn't she like what the fuck um so at age 15 she left school and apparently had not learned to read or write yet oh my so whatever that is about how did how do you
1: leave how do you how do you get good grades and if you can't read or write then are you just telling like you're just talking to people i don't know like if someone's saying do this assignment and you recite it back to me. How are you doing
0: that at age 15? I don't is, know.
1: Is every one of your pieces of
0: homework to draw?
1: like draw a, picture? a picture
0: of. Or to just like think really hard. <laughs> I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> it's probably like your book reports. Okay. <laughs> yeah, somehow I made it on the Just life. do what M
1: did. <laughs> Um, if you told me when I was 17 years old that I would have a master's degree and a PhD whoa. offer, I would have, like, okay. Going back to 17 year old me, a PhD offer in neuroscience, I would have absolutely thought you were punking me, like without doubt. Even knowing you now, I'm like. But then huh. if you if you told 17 year old me, I said no to the offer to go work in TV, I'd be like,
0: ah, that's <laughs> that's more like me. start a radio show on the internet. <laughs> you'd about, be like, death, about death, about about ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's more yeah, like it. Yeah, 17-year-old me is like, hmm yeah, that's that's exactly oh, what yeah, happened. Oh, yeah, badass. <laughs> oh, my mom's so so yikes, proud of me. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, so apparently she had not learned to read or write, but she got her dream job. Which was? Cutting up organs at the local slaughterhouse. That was my job, bitch. She took it for me? <laughs> God. But you had to get a master's degree for that? I know. Whatever. God. So she just just chopped up. Fucking unfair. And guess what? She was quickly promoted to boning the animals. Wait, I whoa! What's like the best part of the job? That sounds way worse than it looks on my page. Okay. Bon- I just read that out loud With and the thought the wall of
1: wooden dildos.
0: Oh, oh my god! And I wrote boning in quotations, and I was like, whoa. I wrote these notes at seven a.m. So who the fuck knows? But she got promoted to boning and giving her own set of butcher knives. Mm. which she hung above her bed for the rest of her life. You know what? Butcher knives are expensive. So that's a real gift.
1: Like you get that at housewarming parties, you know?
0: Yeah. But you also get like a KitchenAid. You don't hang it above your bed. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, The placement was wrong. Anyway. So she hung her knives over her bed, Mm -hmm. which she did at every home she lived in, in her adult life. Uh, And at her dream job, she met her dream man of course she
1: did listen you know
0: I have my dream job right now as a podcaster and I have not
1: met my dream girl so when
0: maybe she's right in front of you <laughs> <laughs> you've met your dream man she was literally 10 feet from you right now oh, get over it it's such a refreshing thing to hear accept it so this guy her dream guy Voice. David David Kellett he was Kellet Kellett oh oh interesting Mm. Okay, David Kellett. How very Freudian of you. Mm. David Kellett was an alcoholic. Um, (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Dream man. What if I was like, he was a sober Christian. Isn't that everyone's dream man? man? Yeah. Just a dull man. Just a dull, dull man who wears khakis. Okay, so she requested they get married in 1974. And he was like, I guess that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> so my dream man's that enthusiastic about marriage too. <laughs> I guess that's fine. Apparently she dominated him completely. Mm. They arrived to the service on her motorcycle. She was driving and he was completely wasted, sitting in the passenger behind her. Mm. Uh, apparently her mother told him, David, right, quote, "You better watch this one, or she'll fucking kill you. Oh. Stir her up the wrong way, or do the wrong thing, and you're fuck. Don't ever think of playing up on her." "Cheating on her, or I.E. cheating on her. Right, right. She'll fucking kill you. Oh my god. Uh, but they got married anyway. So that was a beautiful <laughs> wedding. Have fun committing to this person. Yes, beautiful wedding toast from her mother. I can only hope my mother is that. um She'll fucking kill you. M- heartwarming on my wedding day. <laughs> uh, they got married right away. On their wedding night, uh, Catherine tried to strangle David. Oh. But she had a perfectly valid reason. Did? Really? Because he would only. Um, he fell asleep after only having sex with her three times. <laughs> and she won. Oh, so she killed him for being a man. She tried a to. A surprisingly
1: st- impressive man, by the way, because right. don't yeah. most of them do, like, one time? Uh, and then
0: sleep. Yeah, right. So okay, she. Okay, so said, you, you have a great guy and you just kill him. Got so it. she says. Well, she didn't kill him, but she tried to strangle him. Oh. But. uh. So they had a pretty violent marriage surprise. Um, At one point when Catherine was heavily pregnant, she burned all of his clothing and shoes, then hit him on the back of the head with a frying pan because he had arrived home late from a darts competition after reaching the finals of said darts competition, which, like, I'm way more... I wish I knew more about that. Yeah. Because, like, I'm really interested. (laughs) We could be really good at darts. I'm like, dude, if my husband were, like, in the finals of a darts championship, I'd be like... I mean, I don't even, I would just be impressed. Go, 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 guy. Yeah. But apparently she wanted to kill him. So he ran away and collapsed at a neighbor's house with a severely fractured skull. Oh. But she talked him into dropping the charges. Um, Did she talk him into it or threaten him into it? You know what? What's the word? Que sera, sera. I don't know the phrase. What? <laughs> Are you having a stroke again? <laughs> you know that feeling where we you're having a stroke? Uh, there's that phrase where you're like, oh, I got it. Tomato, tomato.
1: <laughs> In case people want to know, it's midnight on a Sunday and we have to go to work tomorrow. Jesus Christ.
0: Okay. So, anyway. Like I said, she was heavily pregnant, so she soon had her first child, their first child, Melissa Ann. hmm And then David left her for another one because he couldn't cope with her violent behavior. I wouldn't either. So the next day, um, after he left her, Catherine walked down Main Street with her newborn baby in a stroller, uh, throwing the stroller violently from side to side mm-hmm. like a crazy person. Cool. Was admitted to the hospital with postpartum depression, spent several weeks there. When she was released, she promptly put her two-month-old daughter, Melissa, on the train tracks and and left her there. So, sure, her depression wasn't cured. Oh, no. Okay. No. Her whatever was happening wasn't cured. (laughs) Uh, Then she stole an axe and wandered around town, threatening to kill people. For any and all reasons? No. Zero. Just She put her baby on the train tracks and then stole an axe and wandered around.
1: Um, Not someone I'm going to invite to a party.
0: Enter Old Ted. Old Ted. Who you for sure would invite to a party. Okay. Because Old Ted was foraging by the railroad tracks when he discovered Melissa, the newborn baby. Oh, so the baby didn't die. Yeah, he rescued her minutes before the train came through. Wow. Mm -hmm. They arrested Catherine, but somehow she recovered overnight and was released the next day to be back with her baby. So a few days later, Catherine took one of her famous knives um, and slashed a woman in the face with it. (laughs) Oh, PMS. Hey. Because it's Monday. Because it's Monday. Then she demanded the woman drive her to Queensland uh, where her husband David had moved with his new lady friend. Oh, no. Uh, When they stopped at a rest stop, the woman escaped. Okay. Um, But when the police arrived, they discovered that Catherine had taken a young boy hostage with her knife. Uh Uh-oh. The police (laughs) attacked her with brooms. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> I read okay, I read an article about this on crack.com and it said, quote, the police arrived and beat her into submission with brooms because law enforcement in Australia is apparently hilarious and uh, quote. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah, there's no other explanation. Right, yeah. I read the Wikipedia article and another article and it was like they beat her into submission with brooms. I'm like, does anyone understand why that is how this happened? No. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh anyway, So, they took her to a psychiatric hospital where she told the nurses her full plan, which was to kill the mechanic at the service station who had repaired her husband's car so that he could leave town Uh to leave her. So, she wanted to kill the mechanic because he repaired her husband's car so that Uh, he was able to leave her So, really, anyone that was against her at all. Right. And then she wanted to go see her husband and kill him and his mother. Okay. Sure. Good. Sure. Plan. Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, So then the police were like, listen, David, this is what your wife wants to do. So he left his girlfriend and moved back to Aberdeen with his mother to support Catherine. <laughs> oh. oh. That's the whole... That's it? I was writing these notes and I was like, oh, the police told him and warned him. And right. I'm like, and then I wrote, thank God. And then it said, And then he took his mother and moved in with her. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. no, that's not where this is supposed to go. Someone was
1: held at gunpoint
0: somewhere. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. Bad decisions. This is not anywhere near the fucking end. Believe me. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So anyway, she got another job at a slaughterhouse. Good. Dream job. Right. They had another daughter. And then in 1984, she left him because I guess she was bored. I don't know. Uh, So shit gets really fucking crazy here. In 1986, she met a 38-year-old miner named David Saunders. Okay. A few months later, he moved in with her and her two daughters. Um, she threw him out of the house uh, a lot because she would get oh. jealous of what he did when she wasn't around. Whatever the... What would she... What do? I don't know. Watch TV. I literally don't know. Um, maybe he, like, was in a dark competition and was in the finals. I don't know,
1: but... <laughs> She kicked him out all the fucking time. I mean, I get jealous all the time when you're with Gio, and I'm not. That is true. So maybe there's a story like that going on.
0: That's true. Could be really deep-seated, like, our relationship with Gio. In full abusive relationship fashion, she'd kick him out and then, like, beg him to return, obviously. And he would comply. Uh, In May of the following year, this is upsetting. If you are, uh... If you have a dog or love a dog... Oh, my. Oh my. Oh, my. I know. She um, cut the throat <gasps> of, no! his, of his two-month-old dingo pup. Oh, my God. It was a baby. Two-month-old. And it was his puppy Oh, in front of him. Oh, my God. Gio's sleeping right up. But I, I know. It, at him. He literally, like, jumped up. But I think it was because oh, we both so went cute. Uh, oh. to show him what would happen to him if he ever had an affair. Just slit its throat. Two-month-old... Like, did she basically buy the dog to kill it? I'm not joking. Like, a two-month-old pup is, like, the size of your hand. Like...
1: Oh, my God. And you...
0: Oh, my God. And I can hear the little whimpers. Then she knocked him unconscious with a frying pan. Um, And I will just add that if someone ever cut my dog's throat, I would... I would s- fucking kill them. I would set them on fire. I would... I. That's too nice. No, it's too nice. I would... Well, I was going to say would cut their throat, but I'm like, no, no, no. I, I would, would cut half of their throat, and then I would. So set they could them on just fire. feel the
1: the rest of it happening.
0: And then I would. I
1: hate the, I hate this person. I
0: know she's terrible. She's it's a... too late for me to be hearing this. She's a Scorpio. <laughs> Duh. So instead, he stayed with her. They had another daughter. Oh my god. And bought a house together. I would be
1: vasectoming myself left and Fuck. right. Yeah, I would set her on fire. I would literally then... wait
0: till she's asleep and then set her on fire. The the wife. I would literally somehow become, like, learn Santeria to send her soul into hell. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I would just destroy her forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. So anyway, she really had an eye for decorating, though. Um, she... <laughs> Everyone's got a silver lining. Posting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she filled the house with... Um, Animal skins, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks. You
1: know, I I fell for your joke. I thought you actually meant, like, something
0: other than dead animals. Oh, you don't think that's a nice um,
1: (laughs) decor? I mean, the feng shui is just a, a kilter off. All right. I mean, you know, to each their own, but... I really thought you meant, like marble and granite and like (laughs) leather i wasn't expecting bones and hooves
0: contemporary furnishings no uh she that was a list from wikipedia actually because i thought it was just the most comprehensive she literally (laughs) put rusty animal traps skulls uh animal hides animal skins um pitchforks and apparently no space including the ceilings was left uncovered oh my god Um, there's a store like that in
1: uh in hollywood of course there is or no not hollywood i think it's in wilshire it's called necromance Mm -hmm. have you seen that place Mm -hmm. like everything is actually a skull i've looked in it i haven't gotten it i literally saw a a taxidermied no not tax whatever you call like when you turn them into a rug but it was a two-headed cow rug i don't i was so confused i i like i never went back
0: no i wouldn't either every like they have like uh, what kind a, of store is it i've just seen it's like a, literally just
1: like a weird fucking animal skull store like everything has to every it's basically like everything creepy like there's a doll in there made of human hair from like 800 years ago
0: is it robert the doll no it's well, like it's I like can't. it's like
1: literally like it's like pocket size okay all right it's really gross Listen. and then they have a picture next to it of the girl whose hair it is Jesus Christ. It's very weird. It's the whole thing is weird. Everything's like made
0: of eyeballs. And... No, I'm glad you said that because I've walked past them like, oh, a quirky store. I'm glad i quirky, yes. No, I didn't even like know what it was. Okay, nope. I'm glad I
1: looked. Oh, and then um, by the cash register, there's like this display case and there's human skulls. Are you kidding? And there's like a sign that says like, it like is a disclaimer of like, we legally got these from a medical school. <gasps> Like some HH Home shit. But like, they had a
0: right, like, in case someone tried to sue them and be like, there's human skulls here. Can you imagine, like, now hiring, like, if you tried to work there, if you got a job there? Like, how creepy to close up that shop. Oh my God. You, you, know? ma- you some, someone's. Something's gotta something's be there. there. I, it's gotta be. You're, like, using their skulls for show as, like, ooh, in Hollywood. Ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, when I. Because I, I know I want to be an organ. Or I am an organ donor. Sure. But, like, if I died and found out that my skull was just on display in a creepy store, I'd be like, that's not what I meant. In, like, a bougie-ass area of, like,
0: oh, people are paying thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, I meant, like, I did not mean like put help myself humanity. in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, like, be a bougie-ass skull in a case. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so she was clearly ahead of her time. Right. Um. Okay, so at one point, uh, they got into an argument She hit David in the face with an iron um, and then stabbed him in the stomach with a pair of scissors. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. She was mad. (laughs) Uh, He moved out, uh, but came back um, because, you know, why wouldn't you? Why why not? And discovered she had cut up all his clothes. That's the nicest thing she's actually ever done. I know. That's the calmest thing. Yeah. Even the fire was a little much, but cutting up, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. He went to hiding.
1: Okay. It's like that. Fair.
0: It took the cutting up the clothes. Yeah, so right. So it's like,
1: like. She can slit the throat of a two month
0: old dog. Yeah. She can
1: stab you in the stomach. With
0: scissors. She cuts up your shirt Mm-mm. and you're out. It says a lot about you. He bought that at Banana Republic. That was not cheap. I don't know. That was it. That was the, the turning point. He left her with his daughter, by you the know, way. You know, to be
1: fair, though, it is usually the smallest thing that like. The hits you. yeah.
0: What is it? When the shoe drops. Well, that. But there's what another way. The h- camel's back. Oh, the
1: straw on the camel's. <laughs> you were doing us like a motion, like you're dropping something. I'm
0: thinking like the straw. What is it? It's the sh- the last straw on the camel's back. That's it. Yeah, I'm I dro- thought you were like dropping a shoe. I'm dropping a straw on a camel's back.
1: Hmm. Duh. Did you know that? The... <laughs> Did you know the like the phrase the the other for the other shoe to drop? Do you know what, where that's from? No. It's from when people started moving into cities, and so they were building apartments on top of apartments on top of apartments, so people had never lived on top of each other before. Uh-huh. And so people would all be coming home from work around the same time, and so everyone sits down and takes their shoes off. You're kidding! And so you would be sitting there, and you would hear their, your roommate upstairs take off their shoe, and you're just waiting for that suspensive for the other shoe to you're drop. You're
0: kidding! Yep. I had no
1: idea. Because back then, the shoes were so heavy, and it was just, like, plywood. On, like, like the- it was just, like, you could definitely hear
0: everything above you. How
1: crazy. So it that's where the it meant it came from anticipation because you're waiting for the other shoe holy to drop holy
0: shit no i had no idea i'm so lit okay
1: here's I some love fun f- facts since okay wait because we're be, we're trying to learn about each yeah. other there's nothing
0: i love more than etymology like the, i love etymology huh. okay okay let me finish this one. okay <laughs> blah, 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 blah. she hit him in an iron blah 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 he left his daughter okay so he went into hiding um because she cut his clothes up Okay, because we were talking about how the shoe dropped. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, okay, so several months later, he's like, "Hmm, how's my daughter?" So he went back. Okay, I don't want to judge him. He was in a terribly abusive relationship, but yes, he went back to see his daughter. And found out that Catherine had actually gone to the police and told them that she was deathly afraid of her husband, mm-hmm. who she like frequently stabbed in the stomach. So she kind of did the whole gaslighting thing, where she right. turned on him. Um, a year later, she uh, casually decided to get pregnant by a former coworker from the slaughterhouse. Casually. And they had a boy named Eric. Uh, they started a relationship that lasted for three years. Mm-hmm. Then she was like, I'm going to leave you for a man that I've been having an affair with for a while now.
1: That's fucked up.
0: Yeah. So she peaced out and I uh, met this dude, John Price. John Price. Let so John man. Price is a main character in the story. Ooh. This is where it gets good. Okay. Uh, so John had three children of his own and, um, two of them lived with him. Okay. He was called Pricey by his friends, uh, in a terrific bloke. A terrific bloke. That's how I hope to be remembered. In the Outback. Oh yeah. That's how they say that. In the Outback. I'm going to teach Let's you a Let's go lesson.
1: out back tonight. What's that song about Australia? I don't know. What's the song about Australia? It's a really good song. Is it their national anthem? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: kookaburra sits
0: in the old
1: gum tree <laughs> what if
0: that was it <laughs> that's all i know about Australia. It's
1: literally the closest thing to an australian song i know <gasps>
0: what i come from a land down under oh is that australian oh, i guess it is because down oh, under yeah i come from, I come from a, land? From a land, yeah. land down under that's the one um it's by men at work i'm sure the australians are not listening anymore i come from a land down under <laughs> You better run. You better take cover. You better run. <laughs> you better take cover. <laughs> 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 I come from a laughing house. Do, do, We have no more Australian listeners. <laughs> <sighs> oh. <laughs> Okay. <sighs> I'm so... Oh, my voice is so deep. Okay. Let's talk about John Price named Pricey. Okay. Um, okay. So, John, a.k.a. Pricey, knew full well about Catherine mm-hmm. and her um, reputation as, like, being, you know, a person who, like, stabbed people in the stomach. That's... hmm That's a good reputation. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, fine. Um, so, apart from some violent arguments, they had a splendid life. Okay. Together. Okay. First. At first, um, in 1998, they had a fight uh, because John refused to marry her. So to get back at him, Catherine videotaped items he had stolen from his job. Which, videotaped items? Yeah, she would like video. She videotaped like a set of items he oh. had stolen, but it ended up just being like outdated medical kits that he took because they were oh. like expired. So he like took them home. So okay. I guess they were like first aid kits or something. Um, so he took them and brought them home. But she videotaped them, and technically it wasn't allowed, so he got fired from a job he had worked for 17 years. Oh my gosh. So he kicked her out that day. Good. And then how'd she retaliate? A few months later, uh, he decided to rekindle their romance. I don't know what, why. She must have been like super fucking charming. She must just be really good in bed, to be honest. It, it
1: doesn't take much. Listen, that's probably it. It really doesn't take much.
0: Um, this time, he refused to let her move in with him, though. Okay trying his best Uh, they started fighting more and more apparently he lost most of his friends Um, sounds again very abusive relationship oh a thousand percent obviously at this point Um, so in 2000 after attacking him a few times Catherine stabbed him in the chest why wouldn't she and then he was finally fed up yeah, it only takes like two or three gut stabbings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she got him in the chest that time. It's <gasps> like,
1: that's, that's scarier to me. Yeah. There's... Oh, uh,
0: yeah. That's so much scarier. Because you've got like more uh, bone and Like, you got more... Things that should never, ever, ever, ever be punctured. That's the protected part, you know? Yeah, that's your shell. Um, and then he took out a restraining order and he told his coworkers if I don't come back to work tomorrow, um, I'm dead. Catherine did it. Oh, shit. Okay. They begged him not to go back to his house. He's like, but I'm worried about my children. So when he got home, uh, he found out that Catherine had sent the kids off to a sleepover at a friend's house, but was not there at the Mm -hmm. house. So he's like, "Okay." He spent the evening with his neighbors, got home around 11 p.m. Um, (laughs) Turns out earlier that day, Catherine had bought black lingerie, um, had videotaped all her children while making comments that were some sort of like a crude makeshift will. Oh, Almost okay. Like, she made, like, a creepy videotape of, like, a will, sort of. Ew. Um And then uh, while he was sleeping, she showed up at his house and watched TV for a while before taking a shower. Then she woke John up and they had sex. First mistake on his part. So she's very much like a black widow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She's,
1: like, leaving a trail of, like... Well, she, like, sleeps with them before she kills them.
0: I mean, she hasn't killed anyone yet. Well, she will. But they're all
1: like she's currently slept with everyone. Severely <laughs> injured, she stabbed she's them in like the stomach. She's like a shitty black widow. Yeah, she's like, like she like she can't kill them. She's just really mentally torturing. Right, her. she's like a wannabe
0: black widow almost. Yeah, she's like a black widow in training. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um. So she woke Sean up and they had sex. Um. First mistake. Then he fell asleep again. Second mistake. Um. <laughs> When John didn't show up for work the next day, his coworkers were like, "Well, he warned us of this, so they called the police. Uh, they broke down the door and found Catherine uh, comatose from overdosing on pills." Listen, okay, listen to what happened.
1: Okay. what's happening? Oh my God. <laughs> okay, what's this happened? is what ha-
0: this is what happened. Oh, this is what ha- happened. This is what ha- happened. <laughs> <laughs> she had stabbed. <clears throat> She had stabbed John with a butcher's knife while he was sleeping. Aw, okay. According to blood evidence, he woke up after she stabbed him and tried to turn the light on before attempting to escape. He was chased through the house, managed to open the front door, then was dragged back into the hallway where he bled out and died. She had stabbed him 37 times. Then Catherine went into town and withdrew $1,000 from John's ATM account. Um, and then uh, she decided to do some more home decorating. Okay. With his body? She skinned him. <gasps> hung his skin oh in, my God. intact in one single piece. Oh, okay. I know. am impressive. She, I know. She worked at the uh, the slaughterhouse, you know. Oh, right, right. Her she dream... does have her background. Yeah, because... her, her knives, her dream job. That she... takes true skill, though. Oh, yeah. It was like... I don't precise. even know how you could do that. Precise. It's like, it's like it's how a lot of those um, really precise serial killers are doctors because they have the medical knowledge. Right, right, right. Wow. Um, so she cut his skin off in one intact single piece, hung it from a meat hook on the beam of the doorway into the living room. Wow. Then she was like... I, like, can't even wipe my mouth without tearing the napkin.
1: Like, how do you get a ugh, whole body I'm stretched ju- well, into a...
0: I was thinking that too. I'm like Skin's, skin is so. I'm like thinking I imagine.
1: I don't know how elastic a piece of skin is, but I, I imagine I'm it's kind
0: of like loose. your toes and everything. like how. Yeah, how do you like
1: web through each finger to like peel it out the right
0: way? That's so specific. There's a lot of like
1: <sighs> nooks and crannies on a body. There's a lot of unanswered questions here. I'm sorry. Keep going. I don't think. What I about have... like his little his, his wee wee his situation? I yeah. Don't... Like do you do you like
0: do you come, go around it? Yeah. Do you like go hamburger or hot dog way? I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, your store, the necromancy. Like, uh-huh. I guess they don't include that stuff. So, did she just, like, ignore that
1: part? She's like, you There's, can like, have your There's, like, you too many details. Like, too intricate of a cut. You can have
0: your muscles in your penis. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. No, that's, that's a good point. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. So, <clears throat> then she was like, I should make dinner. So, she cut off his head and boiled it in a pot on the stove with some vegetables <sighs> That's not even the part that you eat. There's, like, no meat on a face. Listen. Okay. She cut pieces off, uh, of his body off and pan-fried them. Okay. You know, for some protein. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. She cooked pieces of his butt with baked potato, pumpkin, beetroot, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy.
1: Okay. Also, that does sound like a delicious fucking meal. If it weren't his butt. I mean, yeah, but you people eat rump from other animals. I we're mean, not that's from a human. I know, but if if I were going into this person's house not knowing she was crazy and offered me dinner and told me, "Oh, we're having rump roast with like all these great, gravied vegetables," I'd be like, "This sounds like it's going to be
0: a good night." And there's like a penisless skin hanging from the doorway.
1: What? Wow.
0: Listen, I'm like, that's the I'm the last person who wants any part of that. I mean, listen, that's why I stopped eating. That's why I'm like trying to go vegetarian. It's like,
1: oh. Because I'm like... Again, I, something I ne- didn't know about you, that you're deciding to go vegetarian because of some penis skin. No, because of
0: the <laughs> rump roast. I'm like, I, it's just upsetting I to feel me. like
1: you're you're reading too many true crime stories these days to be able to eat meat.
0: I can't eat meat. I Like, I eat chicken occasionally, but I feel guilty about Literally, it. Literally, I had red meat all weekend. It's I know. It's been so great. And it's like, that's fine, but like, for me, I can't eat red meat. And it's a lot of... It's a long story. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, then, okay, so she cooked a piece of his butt, you know. Mm-hmm. Then uh, she set two place settings at the dinner table with a place card for each of his two children beside okay. the plates of food.
1: Ah. Uh, well, did
0: they enjoy the meal before they knew what was going on? They didn't eat it. Oh. She just said it. Oh. I know she, like... She had set them off for a sleepover.
1: That's true. I thought maybe, like, she, she fed it to them the next day or some shit like that. She tried, but no. Mm-hmm. So, she... Okay. Uh, okay. Because, like, on a, I mean, like, sick, but, like, if someone fed me, like, you, I'd be like, I would... Like, okay, if I died and someone fed my body to you, I'd hope you at least enjoyed it. Because, like, otherwise that was all for nothing. I you don't
0: want to... As a, like... I mean, you. I would hope you As wouldn't know what was happening. Eight-year-old, you're not going to eat your dad. Like that's so fucked. But did they but know? Did they know it was dad? Like eat. They eat would this, this know. Especially if the house was covered in fucking. Oh, like she didn't clean up the house or anything. no
1: she's Looney Tunes. She like. Okay. Okay. Up until now, I thought she like killed him,
0: cooked him, served him she she to a clean off his place. head. And oh then yes, but the kids weren't there to know hung that. Hung his skin from a hook in the living room. And as a child, even if you didn't know it was him, you'd find out, <sighs> once you knew he was murdered and you became an adult, that you ate him for dinner. If she didn't want them to know, she could have hidden it pretty well. No, not really. She was so Looney Tunes that she... Right, yeah. but if she wanted to, if she wasn't Looney... I don't think she wanted to. I think she was just out of control crazy. Okay. Whatever. Okay, it's hard to argue about someone who's bananas. Okay. Shouldn't... Shouldn't... Argue irrationality. The police found... Okay. So the police found a third meal thrown onto the back lawn Mm -hmm. for unknown reasons. Uh, One of the speculations is that she might have tried to eat it herself but couldn't go through with it. Okay. Then she arranged the body by draping his left arm over an empty soft drink bottle Mm -hmm. and crossing his legs. Then she left a note on top of a photograph of John, the husband, Uh, It was covered with blood and small pieces of flesh. And it read... Because remember, she never learned how to read or write. Good. Time got you back, Jahothan, for rapping my daughter. (laughs) Raping my daughter. Oh, that's not something I should laugh about. You to Beck, who's John's daughter, for Ross, for little John. Now play with little John's dick, John Price. It sounds like
1: when... Charlie's trying to write something on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah, episode. exactly. It's like it's like
0: worm hat. <laughs> she literally spelled daughter D O U T E R and wrote rapping instead of raping. But it, they investigate police, literally investigate the claims or the accusations. There was no evidence of any of the, oh. the anything that she like claimed. Um, Catherine tried to plead guilty to manslaughter, which was obviously rejected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Manslaughter, right? uh she was charged with murdering him and pled not guilty okay and then she abruptly changed her plea to guilty a few days later still unclear why mm-hmm. um especially because she still uh claims she she didn't do it she's not responsible right sure uh during the trial uh the skinning and decapitation were described on the stand oh wow and katherine became so hysterical she had to be sedated Jakes. Uh, Most of the psychiatrists who assessed her supported her lawyer's claims that she suffered from amnesia and dissociation, but still considered her sane and said she knew perfectly well what she was doing when she did it. Wow, Uh, that's all that matters. I know. And two psychiatrists concluded she suffered from borderline personality disorder. But supposedly she knew full well what she was doing and um, did not get away with any of it. Wow. She was sentenced to life in prison, um, and her papers were marked with Quote, Never to be released, which is the first time uh, life imprisonment without parole has been imposed on a woman in wow. Australian history. Wow! Um, and in du- uh, June of 2006, Catherine appealed the life sentence, claiming that her punishment was too severe. The judge responded with, "Quote: This was <laughs> an- fuck you. <laughs> quote: Shut the fuck up, Catherine." <laughs> End quote. Judge. <laughs> End quote. I have a law degree. <laughs> The judge responded with, quote, this was an appalling crime, almost beyond contemplation in a civilized society, and the appeal was dismissed, hmm. and she is still in prison. Okay. She cooked his head, tried to feed his own children. Not her. His, his body. His children. His ass. His butt. Who, and Not even her children. Like, right. Sh- she had a million other children running around, but mm. his children, she set creepy place settings and wrote threatening notes to them and tried to feed them. And then threw one of the plates into the backyard. I mean, she was bananas. She's bananas. She's for sure bananas. Ooh. Anyway, that was a that was just a weird one that I discovered. Wow. So on that note. Wow. <laughs> on that note, silence. So what's up? <laughs> um,
1: I don't know how to come back from that. Do we have a Geo horoscope?
0: The weird thing is that now when I Google Scorpio hor- horoscope, it's going to be
1: her horoscope also. Oh, yeah. Geo's friend in the astrological sphere.
0: Aww. Is he so in love with me? Keep doing what you've been doing. The family members you've been trying to help will finally realize what you've been up to. And believe it or not, you may even hear a thank you or two. Aww, baby boy. funny, but...
1: He's <sighs> so handsome, Christine. My sweet bear. He's such a babe. Alright, well, at least we're ending on that instead of, like, Ass-eating. <laughs> 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 oh, in one sense of the word. Aw, oh, baby
0: Gio, he's so handsome. That's why he's there to help you. Oh, my sweets. Sweet.
1: Honestly, maybe. he's there to, like, here's what I think Gio is. Like, he's has to be on some level an emotional support animal for this podcast alone. Oh, yeah, he's here to Because the them. second I'm like, oh, this place is haunted, and you're like, hmm, let's rip apart this guy's head and put eyes in scarves. I'm like, oh, Gio, <laughs> Gio, come over here, Gio, come over here. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, the last thing I want to say is uh uh-huh. I just love everyone who listens
1: to us. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? I just love them
0: so much. Christine's
1: I, been very emotional today. I'm so emotional. <laughs> I've, like, never seen Christine cry, and she's been on the verge of tears all night. And the I'm verge. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you need me? I don't. What do I do when you're sad? I just call Blaze. says give her
0: wine. (laughs) I already, she's drinking wine and tears are almost out of her face. Do you think wine makes me stop crying? Because if so, we really don't know each other. Anyway. Uh,
1: Before I forget, we should remind everyone that uh, our next episode will be a listener's episode. Mm -hmm. So if you want a chance at having your story in the next episode, you have about two days left to do it. Yeah.
0: Um, Otherwise, the next episode will be July 1st holy crap i know that is crazy uh and we're gonna do a fun blooper reel where we uh play the newlywed game <laughs> that is something we'll I'm do so excited <laughs> so if you would like to hear
1: the blooper reel uh you have to be a patreon <laughs> member and you can become one at and that's why we drink.com. yes you can also find us at all of our social media atwwd
0: podcast you can uh email us to put a listener story in mm-hmm. um and even if we don't plan the next one, like, we save them all in a folder, and we're going through them, yeah, so. Yeah, just because it doesn't make the cut for one month doesn't mean it's disappeared. We have
1: all of them saved, yes.
0: so.
1: Uh, I don't have any other updates. Listen. Except, I can't believe I have to go to work tomorrow. It's bedtime. Okay, well, until then,
0: I guess we'll, you'll hear from us in two days. Yep. And you'll hear from me on Twitter being like, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're both so tired. We're both so tired. I just don't want to go to work tomorrow. Me neither. I hate myself. I have to be up in like six hours. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. And that's why we drink. That's why we drink. And And that's that's why why we drink. drink.